Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details. Member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports. Rick Schaefer standing by in Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from Central Arkansas. Let's check in with Brad. Brad, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, Randy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, well, I'm in Iowa right now, but I'm a misplaced hog. Uh, but uh, I just had gallbladder surgery four days ago, so mm. forgive me if I'm a little sore and short of breath. I got to kiss my... <laughs> breath a little bit um but i wanted to ask you all a question and get yours and Rick's opinion uh for a while and that is so we know mason jones has another year of eligibility and this was kind of a lost year because they didn't we won't never know what they would have done in the nit maybe or made it in the ncaa so if mason jones comes back and let's say isaiah joe comes back you know because uh, basically, I think he's got another two more years. Uh, with them two, and let's say the four players that are coming in that are supposed to be, like, really great, and then you add Schooner Vanover, and then you add uh, the, the Bay Bay uh, kid, I mean, can you not see Arkansas, like, turning it around next year and doing something they haven't done in a long time, and that's going to the Sweet 16 or even – beyond that possible yeah i mean you, you take this team at its strength you, you lo- you're gonna lose a couple guys obviously but uh yeah if you return just those two guys alone jones and joe and at vanover who gives you some size a couple others that are here that were not eligible to play this year and with this incoming freshman class if they're as good as we as we've been told and that's usually sometimes the case sometimes it's not but if they adapt quickly and they can play as freshmen then yeah you got a chance to to have a very special team okay well that's what i wanted to ask for a while now and i just didn't have the time to call in but uh thank you for, well, we can ask for the next we can ask ask and answer that question for the next eight months <laughs> yeah because <laughs> there's no there's no games you know, it, it, you really do feel bad. I and I mentioned a hundred year check, feeling bad for, you know, Kerstad and uh, Casey Martin because they may have played their last games. But boy, we're no, we're not, we're never going to know the final numbers that Mason Jones would have had. As it was, he, he broke some records as it was for free throws and free throws attempted. But you know, he had at least two more games and maybe more than that. And Isaiah Joe is a three-point shooter. 
What, let's say he comes back next year, but let's just say missing two or three games keeps him from setting three-point records. Those guys are sensational players, and for whatever else we did this season, it's 20 and 12, we were entertained by watching them play. Well, and I'll just add this, too, because I kept up with the ladies as well. Yeah. I mean, they've done something that they haven't done for a long time. Yes. And this was their opportunity this year that I think for them to, like, win a couple of games in the NCAA. And now they're not going to have that opportunity. And that yeah. makes me sick to my stomach. Um, you know, you're losing Alexis Sofri. Uh, I think Dungey said that she was coming back. Yes. Um, but I don't know what their next class is going to look like. So I don't know if they're going to have that success next year that they had this year. I mean, I'm just not sure. Never know. Although, again, you got some more incoming talent on that program too. You really do. You know that I gave I gave Mike the chance. I said, "What could you have done?" It's, it was easy to say, "Well, we'd have been in the Final Four. But he he didn't take the bait, did he? Clint Sterner on Drive Time Sports is brought to you by Arkansas Golf and Power Sports. Arkansas Golf and Power Sports has the perfect vehicle for whatever you're doing: golf, play, work, or hunting. Easy go golf carts and expresses, including the popular Elite Lithium Freedom RXV. Located conveniently in downtown Little Rock at 505 Rector Street on the corner of Capitol and Rector. You know, Clint, I've always thought, uh, particularly in a market the size of Houston, that you would never be at a loss in show prep uh, to get ready to do a show. But since there's no Major League Baseball, there's no uh, NBA, there's no NFL talk, I mean, uh, how'd you go about preparing for today's show? Come on, man! Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I, I, we, uh, I tell you what, man, we knocked it out of the park today, man. We had, we had an NFL Hall of Famer, uh, John McClain on. Uh, Rick, you're probably familiar with him. He's been a, he's a Hall of Fame yeah. writer, writer for the Houston Chronicle. Yeah, yeah. That's right. He, he kills it, man. And he is just, uh, I mean, I mean, he he's dang near as good as you, Rick, when it comes to bringing bringing things to life throughout a, a program's history. And so he comes on. He joins us all the time. I had Astros, former Astros pitcher Brandon back. He come on and talk about Lance McCullers, Tommy John surgery, and, and, and him trying to, to get back in, in routine and Verlander's uh, mild latch strain. And, um, man, we look, we had all kind of Robert Flores of, of MLB Network to catch us up on what exactly the Astros players are doing right now. Um, wow. Man, we, well, we had a. Let's stop a, there. What, what are the stop there? What are the Astros players doing right? They're, they're, I think they're staying at their training site through Sunday. But then what happens? Well, what what what, uh, what we got gathered today was that they they have been given the option to stay or go. Um, there's no team team um, orchestrated workouts, but the players can work out on their own. The facilities have been shut down to everybody except for the players. Um, and they're they're waiting they're waiting further word of of what um, you know what to do next. But apparently, um, I, I was under the impression that it was the same as the NBA of, of the teams could still practice and mm. uh, together and and schedule times. But apparently, the uh, the Astros are not doing that. They're, they're they've allowed the players to do essentially whatever they want to do until further notice. Wow, interesting. Mm. That that's. 
It's got to be the craziest thing ever. You know, in sports, we, we've never seen anything like this. Uh, as somebody pointed out, the first time, first time the NCAA basketball tournament hadn't been played since it began in the 1930s. Uh, the first time opening day won't be on, uh, on schedule for baseball since 1995, which was coming out of a strike, and they still didn't settle it until early that year. Uh, you, you just think of all these things. It's just it's a, the College World Series won't be played, and I don't know if that's happened since they started the College World Series. So we, we've never seen anything like this, have we? No, man, it, 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 it really is crazy, Rick. The, the one thing that, that I've gathered through all the people that we, we had on today and, and yesterday and since this thing really hit you know i think it, it became it, it was it became real for everybody regardless of where you're from uh how big your house is what kind of car you drive whether you play sports or not it, it became real when rudy gobert uh really, really he wasn't there yeah. when utah the utah jazz Oklahoma city thunder yeah. situation they cleared the court and you see got people in an arena have to clear the arena and the panic that set in um, I think that's when it when it became real, man. And and so you really look at it, you go, hey, look, sports is really not that big of a deal. I mean, it, when it's all said and done, this is the. I mean, people got to be coachable. People people got to respect this thing, and and I think everything will be fine. But uh, boy, it's so important to to respect the situation and and uh, and follow instructions, which that's not always easy in 2020, Rick. No. Clint, uh, uh, I guess you can say a couple of pair of shoes hit the floor today concerning the Southeastern Conference, in particular Arkansas. One is they have moved that date uh, to reevaluate uh, in the SEC from March 30th to April the 15th. Arkansas was slated to start spring practice this Monday. But, again, the SEC came out today saying all spring practices uh, come to a halt and uh, you can't resume any activities until uh, at least April the 15th. Well, for Sam Pittman, he had, he's yet to take his team even to one practice. And the spring game, if I remember correctly, isn't it slated, Rick, for April the 25th? Yes. Uh, so not, even if they can get now, back. Not but, yeah. No. Yeah, but so I mean, even if they they have uh, understood Hunter your check correct on that, um, the last day of the academic year is April the twenty fifth. So, uh, what kind of eight ball does this put Sam Pittman behind now with his football program? Well, when you talk about what the NCAA and, and the conferences have done with spring, I mean, they didn't have a choice. I mean, it's obviously, uh, again, this is one of those things where. It wouldn't have surprised me if, if Sam Pittman would have came out beforehand and said, "Look, we, we're just we're going we're going to wait until they figure out what the heck's going on before we make any plans." Period, regardless of what the conference does. But Randy, man, you talk about—I mean, think about this. I already think that this is one thing that the NCAA needed to do before all of this COVID nineteen stuff came about. Is is you like the, like like the, the the Razorbacks? They're at such a disadvantage because they don't get the the. 10 or 12 or 15 practices that come with a with a bowl game. So you take the team every year that are uh, the, 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 I guess,
guess the lower third of, of the league. I don't even know how many teams go to bowl games anymore, but the lower third of the league, and you tell them, hey, we're, we're going to let the teams that are already better than you, we're going to let them practice, you know, 10 or 12 or 15 extra times for a bowl game. Um, and so they're already at a disadvantage when you're talking about Arkansas based off of time to prepare and practices, practice time available. Now you throw it in Sam Pittman's lap that he doesn't get to have spring ball, which, which I mean, that, you know, I think there's an opportunity for the Razorbacks to, to make a huge jump. I really do. I think they're a lot more talented than guys think they are, and, and you, you hope that they're coached better this year than they were last. And so spring ball was a big, big part of that. These guys finally get an opportunity to coach these players up and evaluate them in, in, in somewhat semi-live action. I mean, this is killer for, for Sam Pittman and, and the Razorback football program, man. They, they've um, Hopefully they get a chance to make up that practice time at some, in some way, shape, or form once this, the dust settles. Yeah, I would think you'd almost have to either extend that calendar past April the 25th so Arkansas could get those practices in. I don't know about a spring game beyond that point, but just being able to get maybe 15 practices – or do you allow Arkansas 15 days uh, earlier than others would in regards to reporting to fall camp? Give them those well, 15 here's practices the, there. Here's the beautiful thing, Randy, is that in 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 2020, you know, it's football so different that if if you could if you just allow these guys the opportunity to to practice. Um, walk through seven on seven that kind of thing an extra 15 or 20 times throughout the summer or throughout, you know at times when they can't work with the players on the field and the coaches can't be there that time can be made up when you're in a, when you're a program like Arkansas where they just need time with their position coach with cleats in the in the dirt and the the intensity and the sense of urgency ratcheted up a little bit so whether that comes you know, 15 days or 20 days right now in the spring or that comes scattered throughout the summer, if they find a way to get that time back, for a team like Arkansas, every minute um, should be should be used. I mean, and this is the case with every, every team, obviously. But Arkansas should be able to capitalize on every minute in a huge way whether it's in spring or it's scattered throughout the summer. So I think they can get the time back, and I know they can use it wisely. Well, Rick brought up earlier, I'm, I'm not sure if he said this to you, uh, but the kids you really feel for uh, are the baseball kids. Uh, when the NCAA came out the other day, I mean, they just wiped every championship off the face of the earth for this academic year of 1920 and a guy like Heston Kerstead which would be crazy not to go out for the major league draft I mean that's uh, he and Casey Martin that's dub they're both probably first rounders and maybe even top 10 top 15 picks in the upcoming uh, MLB draft but now they're also tossing out there uh, giving every kid in the spring sports give them another year of eligibility. So if you're a senior, if you choose to, you come back. Well, on the other hand, a guy like Jimmy Witt and um, um, Adriel Bailey. Uh, Adriel Bailey, I mean, their season's done. 
and they can't get that eligibility back. So, I mean, they're going to miss out just as some of the lady basketball players of going to an NCAA tournament. They were almost a lock. In fact, they were a lock, in my opinion, of getting an at-large. I mean, these are these are moments right now, Clint. I had an eighth or ninth grade teacher tell, tell us one time, that minute that you just wasted, you'll never get that minute back. Well, these are these are minutes in times these kids are, are going to be getting back in many cases. Yeah, you know, Randy, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I know I saw Jay Billis earlier, and, and Jay Billis, when it comes to these kind of NCAA things, particularly bucking back at the NCAA and some of their decisions, he's typically a guy that's got a pretty loud voice and, and carries a, a, a pretty powerful stroke. Um, I saw him mention earlier that they should reward every um, senior or I guess every athlete that the championship in their league, um, every one of those athletes should receive another another year of eligibility. So it wouldn't surprise me, uh, at least unless you guys know something I don't know, the report that I, the most recent NCAA report that I read was just a, hey, we're aware of the situation and we understand that, that it needs to be addressed. And, and we're going to take care of everybody. Beyond that, I don't think they've released any details yet. So um, I would I would be surprised if, as Rick said, the, all those those players don't get another year eligibility. And I, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if they didn't go back and and somehow address the basketball situation as well. Because you're talking about conference championships and the NCAA tournament. Um, those are just, I mean, that's what you play for. That, that's why you go to college and play basketball uh, from an athletic standpoint is to compete in those, in those tournaments and, and those moments in the game. And so I, I would, it, it would surprise me, I guess, Randy, if, if they, um, if they granted all the, the, the I guess, the, the spring sports, um, that that next year of eligibility and didn't address the winter sport, which I guess is, I guess Rick is, is is basketball would be a winter sport. Well, I guess. basketball and the uh, indoor track teams were already on site, mm-hmm. and they canceled and they canceled that. So, but there again, you're you're talking about for basketball, you might be talking about one game for a senior. They they play in the NCAA or, or the NIT and they lose their first game. That's one game for the spring athletes. You're talking about a whole season. And plus, for basketball, just like baseball, anybody that's going to go in the NBA draft, they're not, they don't care about an extra year of eligibility. They're gone. And as, as even as we were talking, I'm sitting here thinking, what was your last college football game, Clint? Uh, we beat uh, Texas in the Cotton Bowl, baby. That's a pretty big memory, isn't it? You betcha. Heck, yeah. It's one of my, if, if, hell, if I hadn't fumbled against Tennessee in 98, and that didn't push the Tennessee 99 game in. It would be the biggest game, of personally, of my career. Okay. So that was your last game. Beat Texas in the Cotton Bowl. That was a big, big, big deal. For seniors now, whose last game could have been an NCAA victory or at least a Sweet 16 or something, they will never have the memory that you had. And that, that that's what's sad to me. Well, I, just, I love where you're going with that, Rick. I, I just think that... Um, the NCAA, the unfortunate part of this thing is is that so many times when the NCAA is making decisions, I mean, we can look at things as simple as, but they look simple now that we're dealing with this, but, you know, something like the transfer rule. Last year, uh, there was a there was a uh, an offensive lineman that was wanting to transfer from uh, Coastal Carolina to, to Virginia Tech, I believe, for his senior year, and his sick, his sick relative 
was literally like six miles outside the rate the whatever the, the requirement mm. was wow. and they they made they made him sit a year at wow. virginia tech and so yeah. with ncaa dealing with things that uh, like in that way gives me no confidence that they'll handle this thing the right way rick and i understand that basketball for some people it was one game or two games but randy just mentioned that that for the women's basketball team yeah. it was a dang it was a dang invite to the ncaa right. tournament and yep. who knows what could have happened you, you right. can't just go you can't go well it was only one game for some we're not going to do it I, I just i hope the ncaa handles this the right way and and uh and and that extra year because let's be honest rick i mean given given the seniors for the Arkansas women's basketball program, an extra year, that that doesn't even that doesn't do it justice. The fact that they didn't get to go to an NCAA tournament, they may not mm-hmm. get back next year. There's nothing guaranteed. That's right. Sure. Very good point. No, I mean uh, there there is no guarantees in this anywhere. Clint, what what is uh, in the city of Houston? What what approach have they taken there? Uh, we originally were going to have you on last night, but uh, they did finish. Uh, the first round of the high school basketball championships, and we had to go back on it. Uh, the games went back on at 5:45. Have they pretty much shut down everything school-wise, activity-wise there in the Houston area? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I think the, the schools, for the most part, are, are getting shut down. A lot of uh, we went off the air yesterday. We were getting a lot of messages about uh, school districts closing down completely, and um, you know, we're as a I mean, the, the company that I work for now is, is, I think, the second largest media company in the country. And it's one of those where they're, they're pushing people out of the building to, to work from home, if at all possible. Um, as you guys know, us uh, that are on air, I mean, other than Randy, I know Randy's been doing his thing for a while. Randy's got it, got it, got it sweet. But we're still, we're still in the studio, but the city's pretty much shut down. Clint, we will talk with you next week. We'll try to figure out a day that's accommodating where we can do it now on a regular basis. I assume that will be Thursday nights, but you can tell me differently. But we'll we'll talk about that. Thank you, Clint. All right, Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Be a part of the program. Call 433-1037 in the Little Rock area and 1-800-477-1037 from all of Arkansas. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. You know, Rick, I was just looking at uh, my calendar, and on the 17th, which is... Tuesday, Arkansas was supposed to play Oklahoma mm-hmm. in baseball. Right. Yeah. So I guess now you can take that one off of the board. Yes, you can. And uh, I mean, just start looking as I was just again shifting my calendar around. Uh, it's hard to believe. Okay, the Mississippi State series that's gone. Uh, Alabama mm-hmm. uh, on the twentieth. That's gone. Yeah. And you can just keep going down the calendar. Uh, Arkansas had, uh, which I never figured that out, but they were going to play in Troy, uh, Troy, Alabama. Uh, spring on break. On the 24th and, yeah, yeah it was a 24th spring break and games. 25th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you normally think of that being an on-campus opponent. 
but uh, now, who knows? So, kind of a um, seismic shift, if you will, on um, how you can. I mean, even if even even if they get back uh, to playing ball, baseball, there's no way they can make up these early series that's been played. Uh, you just don't have time on the calendar to make them up. You can't you can't play six days a week or seven days a week. So, mm-hmm. man, you just just saw it just kind of slipping away, if you will. All right, joined by uh, Kevin McPherson, Arkansas Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Well, Kevin, even since we've talked, so much has continued to transpire. Um, uh, without being overly repetitive of some of the things that have gone on, maybe the biggest one, at least in my opinion, was moving uh, the Southeastern Conference, moving the 30th of March now to April the 15th. That really puts things in a in a bind for anything in the spring now to basically be played. Yeah, uh, I mean, and if you look, not only in sports, but everything. Every time there's a deadline or, or some limitation, the limitation gets more, there's more, you know, it's more strenuous, and then the deadlines are always moved out. And so I think we're going to see more of this, uh, you know, sooner rather than it working the other way around. That's why I think it was a good idea to postpone some events and not necessarily cancel because we don't know what might happen in a week or two weeks. You know, and if, and if things continue this way, then obviously you can all cancel later. But, you know, some of the stuff I felt a little knee-jerk. I feel like Hunter Juracek's probably had some some frustration. Obviously, uh, people want to be safe, want to do what's right in a health crisis. But at the same time, uh, there's been a rush to some judgments maybe, at least in terms of the finality of some of these judgments and not leaving any wiggle room. Now, I guess they could always come back and – peel some of that back, but it's hard to do once you cancel things, Randy. I think it's a lot a lot easier to do if you postpone and not cancel. Sure, sure. Uh, interesting point made by Scott from our Keith Lee Service Company Live Fin Feedback. He said two things. If the virus has been going on in China for five months, or now start just seeing a decline in positive tests, and you would think the United States is looking at the same approximate time frame two the only way to be fair to the student athletes is to give every player regardless of class rankings affected another year of eligibility and waive the scholarship limit scholarship limits for the schools then over the next seven years allow the schools to work back to their original scholarship allotment well they did that you know think about this kevin would adriel bailey come back would uh, you know you, you got seniors that probably aren't going to be NBA players? Would they come back under those circumstances? You know that's an interesting point. A guy like Adriel Bailey would be an asset uh, yeah. because we know what he brings to the locker room. And here's a guy that's not only had it four years in college, but now it'd be year two under Eric Musselman and knowing what he expects and knowing how to help deliver that that locker room part of the equation when you talk about veterans. And then a guy like Jimmy Witt, you know, Jimmy Witt yeah, was a, he'd be a an fifth asset. year. <laughs> yeah. Well, he'd be a huge asset, but this That's was his right. fifth season. Yeah. It was his fifth season, and, and he's a guy that may want to go ahead at this stage in his life 
and see where he can fit in with professional basketball. The, the other thing to think about here is, is there even when things get back to somewhat normal, for guys that aren't assured of going in the NBA or maybe even wanting to play in the G League, if they're having to look overseas, maybe you would come back for another year just to see how this whole thing shakes out internationally. I'm not saying that, that that's what would go into people's thinking, but it might. Wow. All right, let's talk with uh, Danny. Danny, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, fellas, love the show. I had a, a thought and a, really a question, and because as we all think about the students, and I know the colleges have plenty of money and, and support, I'm, I'm really having a hard time not understanding why we can't, in a lot smaller venue, go ahead and finish these games in the basketball uh, and not have, you know, crowds and fans. I get that, but I still think it's, as we all know, it's unfair to the students, but I, I think it's also when the schools could go ahead and supplement and kick in if there's shortages. Or I just don't understand why we still can't play in an empty building and 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 see how uh, see how it ends up. I'll I'll listen. Well, you know, they something happened, Kevin, to discourage that from the Arkansas Vanderbilt sure. game. The end of that game. Till what would have been the start of the noon game, that was a 13-hour period. And in a 13-hour yeah. period, something changed to say you're not going to play in front of no fans. Right. I think I think part of the equation was you had an NBA player that tested positive and then a teammate. Uh-huh. And I think even with even when you reduce crowds and you you, you effectively make it players and the you know the referees and the coaches and all that. It doesn't take much if, if someone's infected because it's a contact sport, and so you're, there's probably a greater risk of, of spreading something. Um, and then it becomes something where you, you're constantly chasing, you know, the pandemic where, you know, it's spreading. Even if someone doesn't actually get sick, they can pass on to somebody else. And so it's almost unavoidable, though. I mean, you can eliminate the sports, but, I mean, people got to pump gas. You get a back gas pump how many times how many people touch that gas pump before you did are you washing your hands immediately after that are you able to sanitize on the spot i mean there's all kinds of things we take for granted daily activities that could be promoting a spread of a virus i mean i'm not a doctor i don't want to say that that's one way to do it but i would imagine if you're trying to limit people's contact not only with each other but touching services that other people have touched within proximity or in recent proximity all kinds of things that go into daily life can't rule it all out uh, I guess sports are considered a luxury, an entertainment. So if you can eliminate it, you know, say, well, we're not going to let it happen this way, it removes all kinds of other liabilities on top of just the health factor. Is this is this kind of, um, uh, what would be the term? There's going to be so many ripple effects to all of this. Uh, uh, when you throw in, and I, I don't know if this will now go on to the ultimate back burner and that was where you could have the one transfer uh, to another school and not have to set out a year, uh, one free transfer, because I always felt that would be basically the beginning of secondary recruitment of coaches looking at other rosters at other schools and say, man, I need a quarterback for next year, so I'm going to dip into uh, Oklahoma's roster and I'm going to pluck out their quarterback. All you got to do is tell them, I'm out of here, and I've got this guy for next year on the one transfer situation. And then as you compound it again over the question whether or not to grant all these seniors in the spring sports an additional year, 
again, now you're you're mixing up uh, incoming classes with, in fact, yeah. Coach Neighbors. I don't, know, I don't know if you heard this earlier, but he mentioned a particular young lady's name that if Kira Williams and Alexis Tolfrey were allowed to come back next year, then he would go back to that young lady who signed with Arkansas and say, look, I mean, these two players coming back, this is going to affect my rotation. This is going to affect your playing time. And um, if you like to look around at someplace else, I mean, we just don't understand all the different ramifications that's coming out of all this. Right. Well, you've got two unusual worlds colliding because the, the idea of letting a player transfer at least once without having to sit out, that, that, I mean, you know, that's, a, that's an animal that's not, that, that, that's, you know, and that's a unicorn in, unto itself. And then you combine this situation, that, that might be a lot of trouble on the NCAA's hands and it might cause a lot of problems for schools. So I don't know that they'd be able to, merit, to do both effectively next year maybe they would pump the brakes on the idea of letting folks transfer you know right away uh maybe they wouldn't i mean there's a lot of thought that's got to go into this now uh, but you're right Randy. that's a great point you made because i think uh one one situation is going to be hard enough to get your arms around it but you know marrying both of those you know that <laughs> we, we're not happy now with no sports so, you know imagine fan bases and and some of the problems that that will arise with both of those things trying to live in the same universe, I think it would be difficult. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, you're you're talking the ones to me that are greatly that's, that's being greatly affected by this, without any question, is the seniors, particularly those in the spring sports, where uh, Hunter Yurchek made the reference. The track and uh, field team was already out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. They had they had to bring them back. UALR. Or to Little Rock, they were on their way down to New Orleans for the Sun Belt tournament, and they turned them around and brought them back. Um, I already mentioned the two young ladies on the basketball team who were seniors that had not played in a single NCAA tournament game in their careers, and now that's been taken away. So, I mean, it's, man, there's so many different um, ramifications to this that I, I, it's going to be difficult, to say the least on uh, how they're going to make it fair and equitable for everybody. Uh, Rick brought up a point earlier in the program, the Hunter Hunter check, and I don't think Hunter liked that idea at all. (laughs) He didn't, did he? (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) Time time to move away from the NCAA and form a new organization. I think he kind of shot that one down pretty quickly. Yeah, he did. Well, he just said, I don't think we're ready to go that far, so it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, th- these are uncharted waters. Um, I-, I was trying to think back in 51 years of being on this earth of not having some sports going on at some point during the day, and I can't. But we're about to live through it. Well, is it July 4th? Is the one day? Uh, the, the, uh, no, I, I'm thinking of something else. All right, Kevin, you want to hang on? Yes, yes. Okay, hang time. All right, Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. When you're on the road, we're the voices inside your head. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer along with yours truly, Randy Rainwater. Joined again by Kevin McPherson of Arkansas. Hoop Scoop, courtesy of hogville.net. Uh, Bo, 
Tyler, let me get in a couple of these Keith Lee Service Company live fan feedbacks. We've just been so busy today, I haven't been able to get to many of them. Uh, DB says, mark your calendar. With all the cancellation in sports, I predict starting December this year, there will be a baby boom in the U.S. You heard it here first. Bob says, Rick, professional and college sports will not recover from this. Hmm. The virus coupled with the financial collapse of the United States will curtail all athletics beyond our current comprehension. This is just the beginning of a year of really bad news. I don't know about that. that that's hard for me to uh, imagine. Uh, you go back to 2009, we had swine flu. Uh, over 10,000 people in the United States died from that. There were what, over 100,000 cases. And uh, it took a while, but the United States recovered. The United States is a very resilient country. Uh, we've recovered from a lot. Uh, we've recovered by uh, the British burning down the White House. Uh, we've, we've recovered from fighting each other in a civil war. We've recovered from being in a bad position when World War II started to winning World War II. So I'm not about to say that uh, we're not going to recover from this. And the other thing is, and it's interesting as we think about this, and even think about a weekend with no sports, it is such a major part of people's lives. I don't think that's going to go away. You know, Randy and Kevin, we have seen uh, strikes in Major League Baseball where people said, I'll never watch another game. And a few years later, they're watching baseball games. We've seen an NFL strike. We've seen, uh, you know, reasons to believe that people didn't want to go to this game or didn't go to that game. And they do come back. And so I don't think we're facing that. But now to say it's not, it's going to recover in 2020, I can't say that. But I think eventually, yeah, I, that, that's just my thought, is sports are always going to be yeah. a major part of American, American life. I, I, I have to agree with that. In fact, we've seen a trend where people, we've seen attendance affect some sports, in-person attendance because of technology, right? Being able to watch on applications on your phone or your laptop or Watch it on a big screen at home, uh, but I, I've got a feeling that we're, when, when when things get resolved, people are going to come out when they feel. I, I think they're going to be re- re-energized to be on the site, on scene, to be part of the atmosphere because I think people are going to miss it. And I don't think wh- whether they go in person or watch it on television, I don't think. I think people are going to be so hungry and glad to have it back. You know, someone brought up an interesting point today to me and said, you know, a lot of this stuff dies down when it gets hot, but what happens in the fall? In the wintertime, when it comes back around, with the projections being, you know, anywhere from a year maybe to 16, 18 months uh, for va- for vaccines, effective mm-hmm. vac- vaccination, um, to deal with this. And, you know, that's a good point. But at some point, Rick, you're right. We're going to get some normalcy back on this. And I think we may even see a surge in, in, in people embracing their sports teams. I, I think we're all going to miss them. Let's talk with uh, Bo. Bo, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, guys. Well said, Rick, by the way. Just a, a quick gripe. Every athletic event and practice known to man has been canceled, and I'm going to a band concert in Hot Springs, which they haven't canceled. Wow. That's in a small indoor auditorium for the high school. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. But uh, real, real quick, i got a question for Kevin. Uh, Kevin, yeah. what happened to the unicorn, uh, Tyree Walker? Uh, that's your nickname, I think, for him. I mean, he, he, he has been in a whole year of high school basketball now, and I really doubt any pro teams are going to take him. Uh, is he going to sign with somebody? Yeah, you know what? I, you know, he 
my understanding is he's met his core requirements to complete high school. I don't know that he's made, 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 met the test requirements. not saying that he hasn't, but usually when you see that a player hasn't taken official visits and there's no traction there, there usually means at this point in their career, in their where they are in high school that there's something that's still hanging up out there. I'm not saying that for a fact, but I believe that to be true. Okay, that makes sense because there's nothing on Twitter or anything. No news, it's black. It's a blackout hmm. pretty much on him. And Kyrie Walker's active on social media, so you know he's still out there. And he talk, and a lot of things he talks about, he's back in the gym, you know, he's, his time's coming. And you ho- you wish the best for the young man, and hopefully he does land somewhere and probably um, has aspirations like all of them do to play in the pro game. It'd be interesting to see what, if and when he can actually get to college and play at that level. I hope he gets his SATAC together and play here or two. <laughs> Thank you, Bo. Uh, let's talk with uh, Tyler. Tyler, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, I just had something real quick, and uh, I didn't listen to the whole show, so I apologize if somebody already uh, mentioned this. Uh, but, you know, they're talking about giving uh, these guys another year of eligibility and all that uh, throughout all the sports. Uh, so would would they uh, release some of these guys that have already committed or signed uh, or like a transfer, if they were going to come in and they were promised that they were going to start, and then now you got these guys, these seniors coming back, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and they, you know, obviously they already know what they can do. And so now these guys might not even start. So they might have to try to go somewhere else to, you know, get mm-hmm. some playing time in. And that, uh, that thanks, is... guys. I'll hang up and listen to you. Thank you. Thank that, you, That's one of many unanswered questions. Yep. That's very true. No I mean, you got – you got four terrific freshmen that have signed to come in at the University of Arkansas to play basketball. And, uh, of course, they know Isaiah Joe and, and Jones could be back. And, and so I guess those guys could all meld together. But let's say uh, you had four starters on a team that two of them were supposed to be gone and two of them came, and they came back. And a, a freshman certainly might balk about going into that situation. But that's, that's exactly right. It, there's a lot of unknowns about how things would play out. But the examples we have for Arkansas were Adriel Bailey and Jimmy Witt. Yeah. You've got J.D. Note that sat out. You've got three guards coming in. Yeah. Uh, you know, that, that would create a, a situation that was not expected or planned for, mm-hmm. uh, for guys that both sat out and, and are signed on. So that's, you know, there's no doubt that just looking at Arkansas's roster that, that you'd have a lot of question marks and concerns there. Wow. Again, this could lead to uh, widespread uh, transfers, releases, so forth and so on. Um, let's see, from our Keith Lee Service Company live feed feedback, Mitch says, NASCAR is completely floundering but may benefit as the last sport standing. No fans, but those guys can race in their cars and fly in their private planes and probably be okay. Well, Mitch, they have canceled at least the next two races, mm. uh, next two weeks, um, Atlanta and Homestead. Uh, they're not even going to race at all. Um, Ty wants to know, 2021 uh, NBA draft, if you give basketball players a year of eligibility, what happens to the draft? There would be a lot of players whom wouldn't be drafted in the first round due to this. No, the first rounders would still go. 
Again, just like yeah, baseball. most of those guys aren't seniors. You don't That's see right. a lot of seniors in the first round. No. And just like baseball, the juniors, and we use Martin and Kerstad as examples because they're at Arkansas, but they're all over the country. Uh, you know, there are, I think the SEC has got four pitchers that are definitely first-round draft picks. They're not coming back. <laughs> you can give them 10 years of eligibility. They're, they're going in the draft, and they're going to go sign. Yeah, that's right. Uh, this is an interesting note. 2020 guard Talon Peter, by way of Russellville High School, may be the only prospect in the nation on an official visit. He's visiting Tennessee Tech. He was already on the plane when the NCAA announced the new dead period. That sounds like my tweet, Randy. <laughs> so does he still get to visit, or does he have to turn around he, and go he, back? The, I, the, the tweet has a, vo- a photo with him in the Tennessee Tech uniform on their court. That's what they do on those visits. Yeah. Um, you know, we, you know that that Tennessee Tech John Pelfrey, the head coach there. Everybody knows who John Pelfrey is. Yes, he's been recruiting young Taylor Peter for quite a while, and I would not be shocked if we see a commitment there. I'm not trying to spoil anything. I don't know that, but that I would think they might be the leader, Tennessee Tech. But yeah, he was already on the flight when the rule when, when the word came down. I think they, they went ahead and let him you know, at least do an abbreviated visit. Wow! Wow! All right, Kevin, have a great weekend. Same thing, Rick. Bob is here on Drive Time Sports. Have yourself a great and safe weekend. Buzz, animal cruelty. Spay and neuter your pet. So long, everybody. No matter what you do, oh, you were finished. We can't be stopped. Oh, well, allow me to retort. 1037 The Buzz. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? KABZ Little Rock.